Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Press Play, a lifestyle-inspired podcast where we do interviews with people like Twist here on topics that help our listeners, that's you, find the resources, tools, and support to be their best inspired selves. So how are you today, Twist? I am so amazing. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. I'm so excited. I, this is actually the highlight of my day, which is odd. I just really enjoy interviewing people and learning about them. So would you mind like just giving the audience a, a little bit of an introduction to you and who you are and what you do? For sure. So my name is technically Alyssa Light, but I go by Twist. Happy to tell you that story later. I am a professional speaker at conferences uh, across North America. And uh, when I say across North America, what I'm putting into the future is that I am applying for a U.S. visa because I'm a Canadian citizen and I have to have a special visa to speak. So as that we- sounds like a pain. <laughs> You know what? It's a big process, but it's, uh, it's pretty neat to be rewarded with something like that. So, you know, one of the things that I would love for people to hear is you can put things out there in the future and live into them. Well, I love that. That's definitely resonates with me. So I'm going to live into my future self. Mm -hmm. I love it. So, so you're a speaker, you do a little bit more, you do a lot of things. I think, uh, you know, speaking is what you're doing, but I also have a couple websites out there. Um, and one of the things that really resonated for me was um, kind of like, I don't know how to say it, but kind of like the marketing, like marketing magician. If someone comes to you and says, um, okay, I'll, I have a coaching business. I'm not finding clients. I've gone to 800 courses. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a really good coach, but no one's buying my stuff. And you're like, well, okay, this is how we'll fix that. So yeah. um, tell me like a little bit of a story about sort of the marketing magic or how that works for you. Sure. And you know, I think one of, this is a really great opportunity. If you're listening and you're like, I don't know what to call something. I'm literally working on this right now because five years ago, I never thought that somebody would pay me to come up with marketing on the spot. Like I'm entirely entertaining. I'm hilarious. I jump around. I get really excited about other people's businesses and I get paid to do it. But I didn't know that that was a possibility. And so I'm still trying to come up with what it's called. Like, do I call it marketing on the spot? Do I call it marketing magic? Like, what do I call it? So if you're listening and you're like, I don't know what to call something, friends, I get paid to do this and I still don't know what to call it. Okay. Yeah. So listen to what other people say you do. And the more you hear it and the more you use the language of other people, the more you're likely to attract. And so on that note, Give me an example, because we'll just do this on the spot. You ready, Jackie? Okay, we got okay. it. We got this. So give me uh, a person, a sector, an avatar, I don't care. Throw something at me, a person who's stuck, a situation, and I will come up with marketing. All right. Well, um, because I've had a, quite a few coaches on my calls lately. What kind of coaches? Oh, everyone, right? We've had... Um, health and wellness, women's empowerment, uh, body image consult. Like hers was really cool. She was fun. Um, but all of them were here because they're having trouble attracting clients, right? Okay. So um, I should pick one, I guess. I should try to pick one. Let's go with like, um, like they're kind of being generic, a life coach. So she's a life coach. Got it. Mm -hmm. She has um, lots of different skill sets, um, but she doesn't want to call herself a life coach because nobody's buying, nobody's buying life coaching. So okay. then she keeps making up new titles and, you know, doing a lot of marketing and doing a lot of videos, but she's not attracting anyone. And 
Um, okay, so great. What's one specific result? I'm just going to interrupt you. What is one specific result that she gets for people or with people or for people? Just, she was very generic about it. It was like success. She helps people um, get through troubling times and to be more successful. Okay, great. So I'm going to give, uh, I'll use, I'm actually going to give you one that I used for a uh, something else that I did. Normally I come up with something that is brand new, but this example is perfect. Are you ready? Oh, good, because I was working hard for it. Great. <laughs> yeah, I could tell. Okay. It's okay. I got your back. I got your back. Okay. So I was approached by a national insurance company to come and speak for them. And they said, Hey twist, we'd like you to speak for us. And I said, wonderful. What are the dates? I'll send you the contracts, et cetera, et cetera. And they said, oh, no, no, you have to fill out this paperwork. It's called an RFP, Request for Proposal. And I'm all like, thanks. I don't fill out paperwork. I'll send you something. And they're like, please don't send us anything. And I'm like, great, I'll send you something. And he just sort of walked away. And so I found out who the decision maker was. And I decided that I would send him something. And so I sent him two snow globes, one full of mud and one full of water. And I put a note in it that said, do you want your advisors to be clear? or clear as mud with your potential clients. I was the only speaker they booked because I understood that what they were struggling with was that their advisors were like, yeah, we don't know how to get clients. Okay. So figure out if you're a life coach, I literally, I'm assuming you made this person up. So let's call her. What are we going to call her? Let's give her a name. Andrea. Perfect. So let's say that Andrea is, um, you know, not sure who to speak to or what they do or whatever. You got to pick one thing to highlight. It doesn't mean you're narrowing yourself into a niche. Okay. That's not what that means or niche for my fellow Canadians. Okay. It doesn't mean you're narrowing yourself into that. It means it's your place to start. So a niche is a place to start, not a place to end up. I'll give you an example. As a professional speaker, People are like, oh, you're a motivational speaker. Literally not a motivational speaker, okay? Look, I'm so not that. Yeah, people may feel motivated, but I talk about marketing. And I come up with stuff like this, like these ideas with these snow globes, on the spot for people I've never met. I come up with messages for people on the spot that I've never met, okay? Now, if I spoke to any conference and I decided, oh, I'll say yes to a let's see here, farmers conference, because there are such things, believe me. And I go and talk to them about marketing. They're like, who is this pink haired lady in the funny outfit? Like, what is this? But if I go to a landscaping conference or a trades conference or a medical sales conference, people are like, ah, she's a little different. I'm not so sure about that. And then I get up and they're like, she dresses that way. She looks like that. She is different because her message is different. Path of least resistance. Right. So, you know, I did, I did my first gig in the landscaping industry uh, about 13, 14 months ago. I did four of them in 12 months because you just keep being referred path of least resistance. I don't care if my audience is our medical sales or trades professionals, although I do have a heart for both of them. If you're going to pay me to speak and my privilege is to speak to your audience and my message works for your audience and it's not about me, it's about your audience that I'm following the path of least resistance. And my niche is, you know, this marketing on the spot. My platform happens to be landscaping conferences or medical sales conferences or real estate conferences, whichever it is. Does that make sense? 
I think so. So um, I, I, I use a similar analogy, but I, I like yours as well. But I say, um, if you niche down or you niche down, it's not your forever decision. It's your right now one. Yep. And you can't market to everybody. You can only market to one person. Like That doesn't mean you can't go out and speak at the medical conference or <clears throat> anywhere you want to, mm-hmm. but you have to like have something you can say you like you asked at the beginning I was like well she says success you're like yeah okay but you know what is the one thing though what is your your edge or your simple message or whatever you're gonna call it mm-hmm. um then it doesn't matter if you're a health coach life coach coach you to coach coach what yeah. are you what are you giving the the end user and what are you trying to help them get there is a fabulous book called the one thing and yeah. I haven't so, read it yet, but I keep hearing about it. Okay. So I'm a big fan of the first half of the book. The last half of the book, I was like, because it's in two sections. The first half of the book was like incredible. And they talk about uh, how one domino, a two inch domino can knock over a domino 50% larger. So a three inch domino mm-hmm. and a three inch domino can knock over a four and a half inch domino, et cetera, et cetera. Well, by the time you get to uh, domino 57, you're at the moon. And so rather than jump niche to niche, when you talk about this is my for now, for now choice, instead of I'm jumping to something else for now and I'm jumping to something else for now, it's what's your next domino? Like if that's your niche, what's the next thing that's going to move you forward? And the next thing that's going to move you forward and the next thing that's going to move you forward, not laterally, but forward. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, So on a side note, uh, why do they call you twist? Oh, okay. So about, oh gosh, close to 15 years ago, I, um, I was working at the summer camp and we were in town and uh, I had been previously towing the canoe trailer. So I had a hitch on the back of my car and I tripped over the hitch and fell into the street, twisted both my ankles at the same time and had to drive my standard car back to camp because nobody else could drive stick. Oh. And at this particular camp, my friend, you do not get to choose your name. You do something ridiculous and they give you a name. And so I was pretty upset at first when I was called Twist, but now it's become quite an identity. And people really struggle with remembering and being able to spell my first and last name. So I get called Alicia, Meliza, Alyssa, Elizabeth, hey you. And my last name is any version of light, right, white, or little. And to top it all off, I now have a sister-in-law called Melissa Light, and we both have the same middle initial. So I spoke at a a big conference recently and I shouldn't say recently last year and uh, they spelled my name three different ways on the program. And so when somebody said, why do you go by twist? I said, well, why don't you look? They spelled my name three ways on the program and everybody had a real good laugh about it. You know, Um, nobody forgets to twist, but Alyssa is really easy to, you know, misspell, mispronounce. Yeah, that's true. That's interesting. I, um, I had, my name is Jackie, just Jackie, not Jacqueline, not Jackie Ann, none of that. Um, but still when I was like, in, get my first communion, which is a thing you do if you're Catholic, when I was like mm-hmm. seven or eight, the nuns wrote Jacqueline on my communion certificate. I still have it. And I'm like, but that's not my name. The, your name can't possibly be Jackie. Like, what? Yes, it can possibly be that. That's what it actually is. But I love that you, you know, that's like a way, a nice, and you remembered, right? It's a way to be remembered. And mm-hmm. so that's way more fun. I thought it was because maybe you had like twist colored hair or 
you always made things with a twist and your marketing was always twisted or, but you know. Yeah. I mean, that's when I say it's evolved into, you know, that's really some of the compliments that I would get from my staff or, oh my gosh, twist, you just take this thing that isn't working, you twist it into something that is. And, you know, any manner of version of that in, in the last 15 years. So that's how yeah. I am now. That makes total sense. Mm-hmm. So who is, what is your favorite client? Do you have like a client that you just loved working with and maybe they had like a terrible start and it kind of turned around or? Oh man. So I love my, I have the best clients in the world. Um, maybe what I'll do is I'll tell you about my first, um, my first client that I had for a year. Cause I do a lot of short-term stuff. I do, I know myself really well. And this is part of me niching is like, now I just do short-term work with people. Um, so we may have a long-term relationship, but it's short-term, really intense work. Okay. However, there was a wonderful, um, partnership, two sisters, and they owned a quilt store and, uh, I love quilting and it was really, you know, I stand out like a sore thumb when I go in a quilt store because I'm, you know, 36 and everybody's expecting, you know, little old bitties and, and whatnot. Um, and, uh, it's so funny because I go in and people are like, are you looking for somebody? <laughs> you know? Does your mom work here? <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, and it was neat because we used to have a crew and they called them, or I shouldn't say crew, a few ladies that would come in and they'd call themselves the little old biddies. That's why I use that phrase. I hope it didn't offend anyone, but anyway. Um, so, you know, I did a year long contract with them and it was, uh, it was a big deal for them to invest some really serious cash, um, to really flip their business. And, you know, we hit a five-year target in eight months working together. Oh, how exciting. That must yeah. be great for them. That was really, really special. And uh, we're still friends. You know, I've been to their house for supper and that was a number of years ago now. But some of the really fun ones, like when I get to go to, um, uh, I did a conference last year where it was so funny. Somebody came up to me after and this person was probably 25, 26, and he owned a very successful trades business. And he's like, I have to tell you that when they read your bio out, I thought it was a total BS and that you were just trying to look good. And he's like, I had no idea. And you blew my mind. Oh, wow. So that was really special because it was like, I had earned trust with somebody who like the skeptic and, you know, I still keep in touch with people from that conference. And so that was a fun one. One of my most favorite ones of all time was I spoke at a women's conference and um, this particular session, it was a luncheon session and there was a woman there called Heba and she said, now wait, I work in construction. Like how do I tell people about this? They don't get it. (laughs) And I looked at her and I said, okay, let's say you're building a house. I don't build houses. I said, okay, let's say you're renovating a basement. We don't do basements. Okay, what do you do, Heba? She said, kitchens and bathrooms. And I looked at her I and I said, <laughs> you're not in construction. You, you do kitchens and bathrooms. And it was like no one had ever told her that, Jackie. Uh, and so, so she said, what you say, like the least resistance, right? Yeah. Like, what do you do? Yeah. I work in kitchen and bathroom. Right, but that's not sexy. So we got to make it like really interesting. So I said to her, Heba, tell me where you work. And she goes, on the lake shore. And I said, oh, okay. Now this particular area um, near Toronto and part of the greater Toronto area is an incredibly wealthy area. And I said, okay, so like you like keep up with the Joneses sort of people. And she said, uh-huh. And I said, here's what you're going to put on your business card. 
we create kitchens your neighbors want to have dinner in. Oh, there you go. Right? And it was like nobody could, you could have heard a pin drop in the room at that moment. You know, everybody went, that's what you do, Heba, because they all know her. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, so awesome. those are some of my favorites. Uh, mine aren't nearly as much fun as yours, but I, um, I end up working a lot with very technical people because I have 20 years in software and product mm -hmm. management. Yep. And uh, like three clients in the last month have been, yeah, what are you going to help me with? Because they've been assigned coaching, which must suck yep. for them, right? Yep. And at the end they go, and my favorite word of all time, this actually was helpful. <laughs> Like, like three in a row and I was like I'm actually glad right like this right wasn't stupid oh good to know hashtag yeah. actually I know right I might have to keep that so what do you do I actually help people oh my um, gosh right but you could you could totally run with that I mean there's a funny. man that I know who took it was sitting the gentleman the young man that I just told you about a minute ago yeah, yeah. he's sitting in the same presentation never came to introduce himself after I actually met him at the next conference where he vouched for me to speak oh, okay. and he took this concept of sending something of having people be part of something of doing something really custom okay and this is where this actually this is what got me okay he do you know what an apiary is Jackie no okay so it's a collection of beehives I also had to learn this Oh, okay. Very cool. And in Moncton, New Brunswick, which is one of our easternmost provinces uh, east of Maine, he works there. And one of the things that he's done now is expanded this apiary. So the honeybee population is healthy for the first time there in ages because of this. And his clients get a jar of the honey once a year. Now that's become something to talk about. Yeah, right? that's super cool, right? Right. Oh. So it's actually cool. It's great, honey. It's actually a cool thing to do. It actually works this kind of marketing, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I wonder, I like honey. It's really good, honey, dude. Like, oh my and gosh. There's something about being local too. Like if your honey's from where you are, it's like better for you or something. I don't know. Well, but I gotta tell you, marketing. It's, it's local. Come get it. Mm -hmm. we'll make you some. Oh, that's awesome. So, um, so you kind of talk about like the path of least resistance can make the biggest impact. So kind of the dominoes and the one thing mm -hmm. uh, Could you maybe give us like one more example of how, you know, something kind of simple ended up driving stuff. So we talked about your not in construction. She is yep. in the bath. Yep. We mm -hmm. talked about the bee guy, which, cause I'm never going to remember that word and I have to look it up. Um, is there an, and, and, and then even the quilt, the quilting where they, you know, spent like really invested, but were able to, because they invested mm -hmm. and they do quilts, mm -hmm. right. They go from a five-year plan and an eight month plan. So do you have like one more really fun story about, you know, going from just focusing really and going sure. the easy path to have good success? Yeah, sure. So this is my own project. Um, I wanted to be able to create some recurring revenue for myself while I helped other people. And what I didn't want it, pardon? Great idea. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't want it to be, um, I didn't want it to be incredibly time consuming for me. And I wanted it to be something that was really useful for other people. There is a fabulous book called Free Prize Inside by Seth Godin. 
Oh, I like silk gluten. Okay. And this, so this is basically the follow up to purple cow. So a purple cow being, if you saw a purple cow, you could do nothing but remark on it because it's so remarkable. Okay. Right. This is very much like, what if the thing you do markets itself because it's so amazing? Okay. So uh, there are a million people out there looking for help with social media. I do not claim to be a social media expert, but I am really good at communicating messages and stories. Okay. So I looked at what's everybody else doing. So, you know, I funnel hacked, which for those of you who are not familiar with the term, I paid for going through several people's sales processes mm -hmm. so that I could see what they're doing. Okay. And I looked at, okay, so these people who are offering, you know, 8,000 days of social media prompts. Okay. Typically it's like between two and 700, but I joke that it's 8,000 you know, and what do they offer with that? And, you know, that's really not what I want to do because I know that what people get stuck on with that is still that they don't know how to construct the post itself. That's the part I'm really good at. And so I came up with this idea of offering a deck of cards. So they're the size of postcards, four by six deck of postcards, every postcard being different. So a different prompt, it had to have instructions on how to create a post. It had to say why they were doing it and it had to have a sample post. And I was going to come up with these and mail them out every single month to people. Okay. Now we started doing that. I had a partner. I don't now we're still friends. Um, but she's pursuing another piece of her business. And she said, Hey, I'm just going to let you take this thing and run with it. And I went, okay, let's do this. And so when we started, it was like, okay, you've got this big mailing list. She had a huge mailing list. I have this idea. Let's see what happens. And it ended up being um, something really interesting because it was, you know, the talk was, well, do we provide one a day? Do we provide two a day? Like how much do we provide to people? So here's the path of least resistance. She's got the mailing list. I have the idea. I know that Moo, which is a great print company, if anybody doesn't Moo. know them, I yeah. love Moo. Moo will print different backs and, and they come in packs of 25. Great. Well, we're doing 25 of them then, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I, we already have a membership to Stripe or I should say I already use Stripe as a payment processor. Um, you know, she used Kartra. She was very familiar with Kartra as a, um, membership management software. And so we used everything that was in our resources that didn't take a lot of energy to, um, from either of us. And, you know, how can we do this? And since taking the project on as a single person, I have discovered how much tech and I are not the, not the best of friends. So I'm getting help with that, right? So path of least resistance, I'm going to go get help, right? Um, and so I asked for, for, you know, referrals for that. And now I'm building an affiliate program and I'm actually working with Amy Porterfield's affiliate concierge, Laura Sprinkle, you know? And so it's really neat to just say, okay, what do I need to do? Who knows that person if I don't? What do I know and how can I make that work with the least amount of resistance? And we've now shipped to almost 200 people in five countries. And now that That's it's awesome. efficiently beta tested, we're like, oh, now I know what I need to change. And we're breaking off into, you know, specialty, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Specialty industries. So like coaching and consulting is one of them. Real estate, um, summer camps and quilting, just because summer camps and quilting have a big place in my heart. Um, but you know, like I've done the data, looked at how big the industry is, you know, who I know in that industry and what influence I think I can have. So, well that, yeah, that's a great idea. Like I, I think like one thing that you pointed out that was perfect was, well, there's lots, but 
um, we start working on these great ideas. Like I was a product manager that, mm -hmm. like, so I make products, right? That's what I do. And we started to like figuring out all the products and we want 52 cars. We want this and that. And then we find out they do 36. And so we try to, okay, maybe we should get two decks of 36, but not use the other. So then you start making everything like crazy, right? Or you can go, well, they have 24 cards. Okay, we have 24 cards then. Um, yep. So I, I love the simplicity of that is, you know, instead of trying to always squish stuff into the idea that you have that's untested anyway, yep. you let some of the inputs move the idea around, you know. Totally, to totally. Yeah. yeah. Like I know someone who's starting a business and she's doing, um, she's specializing in Instagram for dogs. She's going to have like create other people's Instagram dogs accounts. Like I'm all like, I don't have a dog and I don't get it, but your dog has 75,000 followers on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Right. We'll work with that. I don't know what you got going on, but it seems like it works. Yeah. Right. And you just roll with it. Like this world of like you having to fit into a box, it's not the same anymore. It's now like, let's ask great questions. Let's see the path of least resistance that you love the most and then follow that. It doesn't mean you're going to love every step of this journey. I mean, let me tell you, I doing the research for speaking gigs is not my favorite thing in the world to do you know, but I love being with people like the privilege of being on stage. Right. When one of our subscribers reaches out and they're like, twist, I don't get this thing. I think I want to make it work. And I don't know how can you help me? Like, of course I'm going to jump on a call with you and no, I'm not going to charge you for that. Yeah. You know, like there are so many ways that we can create community. And within that, we find the path of least resistance. We find our niche. We start there. We knock over the next domino, like whatever analogy you want to use here, it is possible to create your own future. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. So any last words for our audience today? So I don't know what you're looking for out there and I don't know what you're searching for, but what if you just stood still and looked for what's there instead of, you know, instead of searching, just look and see what's there. I wonder if part of it is we just get so overwhelmed with all the options that we just don't sit still and choose one. <laughs> Yeah. Like don't hire 10 coaches. Don't go, you know, try every single high ticket, low ticket program. You can pick a couple, do them like, like go. I, I, I don't know what other expression flat out is a good expression. Like just in, nothing yeah. out all in, go for it and watch how your life will change. For those of you who can see, who are watching the video, behind me, there are two of my whiteboards. I have like a hundred and some square feet of whiteboards in this house. And you know, that, if you can't see it, go and look at this video. That is a new speech, you know, doesn't mean anything to anybody else but me, right? But it's amazing how you can just brain dump and all the stuff that seems confusing can end in one place. But I couldn't have done that if I didn't have speaking coaches. Right. So pick one person, go for it. And if you don't know where to start, I'll give you a place to start. There's this amazing woman, Jackie, do you know who Sally Hogshead is? No, no. Great. How to fascinate.com. She's a neuroscientist. She literally developed a personality test that tells you how the world sees you and not how you see the world. So this is not Myers-Briggs. It's not disc. It's not true colors. And all those things have a place, but this is how the world sees you. And then you're using the best of you to fascinate them. So go start there. And if awesome. you need a hand, I'm here. Reach out to me. I'm super easy to find on Facebook, guys. Alyssa Twist Light, super easy to find. I am the only one. Yeah, I am the only one. Well, thank you very much for taking the time out. And I'm glad we got a chance to connect. 
and look for please send us along when you go to um, speaking gigs so we can share with the audience so they know where you're at amazing i'll do that have an amazing day jackie you too bye-bye